0: What's going on, people? This is your boy, Michael O, your Chief Motivational Officer. Listen, I am excited to bring you a brand new podcast, Moving Mountains, hosted by myself. Find me on Spotify, find us on iTunes, find us on YouTube. Connect with us, Moving Mountains Podcast. Was good, people? What's happening? Welcome to another episode of the Moving Mountains podcast. I am your host, Michael O. This is Motivational Mondays. You already know how this goes by now. If you're a regular listener, this is where I come to you solo, no guest. I come and I share with you some principles, some tools that can help you level up that I have adopted in my life at some point as well. So I've been announcing over the last few weeks that I've got a new segment on the show now, um, which is essentially Ask Michael O. I think that's what we're going to call it. Ask Michael O, where you go onto our moving mountains pod underscore instagram page and you send me a voice note with a question dilemma i've got quite a few actually i'm gonna see um there's actually one of them that i that has really triggered a a series of different thoughts and um ideas so we're gonna start with that before we go i'd like to play that to you so that i can bring you up to speed have a listen
1: how you doing bro um just sending a voice note after seeing your recent post about questions um regarding entrepreneurship i think this question is something that people may want to ask but probably have not asked is work-life balance uh, being an entrepreneur how much hours did you have to put in or did you ignore the time and just get the work done was it important for you to have enough sleep or did you focus mainly on just achieving your goals so in terms of work-life balance what should people expect um, because, you know, some people say it's good to rest. It's good to have some time down. But obviously, when you've got stuff to do and you've got goals to accomplish, sometimes you just need to put your head down and get the thing done. So work-life balance, does that exist in entrepreneurship or is that a myth? Should we get rid of that in our mindset? Thank you very much. Keep it real.
0: Fantastic question. I thought this was it's absolutely brilliant. It's, some, it's a question that every every entrepreneur, every business person Anybody who's at any stage of their life where they're trying to establish themselves has had to, you know, had some kind of thoughts about. And for me, you know, I was raised very old school. I was raised very old school. So I'm, I'm going to give you a variation of answers. I'm going to tell you what I did and I don't know if you ever listened to the episode on uh, Motivational Mondays um, a few weeks ago, several weeks ago, um, where I talked about what I wish I knew before the age of 30. I shared some of the things that I um, look back on my 20s and some of the things that I did. And one of the things that I mentioned is that I would have taken life a little bit easier because now, knowing what I know now, I understand better now that every goal that I had set myself... Um, I was going to accomplish. It was going to come to pass. It was going to come into fruition. I mean, I can say that now there's a question of, yeah, well, did it come into fruition because I put in so much work and effort? Or was I on pace and on my own trajectory? We'll we'll address that. We'll see how that goes. But for me, I, I typically already have a issue with the term work-life balance. I don't necessarily be, believe in work-life balance. I believe in work-life harmony just because balance is a myth. Balance is something that, I think balance is something that we are all, regardless of where you are in life, all trying to figure out what the right ratios are for the different stages of your life. But what I have found, if I call it work-life harmony, it's a little bit easier. It's a little bit more understanding. It, It gives the impression that I don't have to separate the various different areas of my life. My life doesn't have to be separate. Business doesn't have to be separate to family life and social life and all of that. There is a healthier way to be able to integrate all of those things into that. So I'm going to share with you some of those some of those ideas that I have come to learn and garner along the way. Um, but if you had asked me this question 10, 15 years ago, and even maybe even four years ago, when I was mentoring young people or younger people that, you know my main advice was look especially if you're in your early 20s look life is life is in four seasons right they say from zero to 20 is your spring years right from 20 to 40 is your summer years and from 40 to 60 is your autumn years and 60 to 80 plus onwards that is your winter years, right? So in your spring years, as you're approaching your late teens and your early twenties, for me, this is a time of your life of building. This is where you're supposed to be exploring your interest and finding who you are. Um, it is where you create the identity of who you are and who you how you want to represent yourself in the world. You know all of the all of the business risk and all of the all of these um, the things that you want to do. This now is the best time for you to start pursuing those things. And I feel like that. Should should be a priority so i had a i had a mate of mine who was mid-20s lived in the states had a girlfriend who was living in the uk and this 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 man was trying to establish himself he was trying to um get himself established establishes himself in his business his career you know sort out his finances and literally every every other month he'd be you know catching flights and it's not like he had money to to bowl like that he needed the money right But he was deeply in love and he wanted to do all of this stuff. And I said to him, um, I was like, look, I completely feel that you're in love and all of this wonderful stuff. And it's amazing. Um, However, for me, as a young as a young man looking back, like I don't feel like you have any business trying to juggle all of these different things while you're trying to establish yourself when we talk about work-life balance man what i feel like is that that balance is different it looks different as that at different stages of your life most certainly from when i was 18 to 23 18 to 23 mate, i barely went on dates i i my entire life was dedicated to trying to build my business and establish myself um, in terms of my career, in terms of my business, in terms of my finances, and I would literally do 80 hour, 80 hour weeks. Do I recommend it? That's, that's kind of like on you to make the decision. You know, I, I didn't allow myself any or many distractions at that stage of my life. I had one focus only, and that focus was to establish myself, um, as a man. Like I, I feel like Whatever career path you choose to go, they say it's advisable to put in your 10,000 hours, um, become an expert in, in that field. If you want to put in 10,000 hours, right, which I think is necessary and it's a reasonable amount of time to put into anything to become an expert. If you are putting in t- 10,000 hours and you're, walking, you're working 40 hours a week, it's going to take you just over five years to be able to put in those 10,000 hours, right? If you're doing double that, you can cut that into half. That was the way I saw it anyway. I needed to be able to grow quickly. I needed to be able to grow exponentially. I needed to be able to grow at a, at a faster rate i was i had the I had the pleasure at that point of not having many um, responsibilities in terms of family and children and all of that stuff. Um, so I was able to do that. Could I do the same amount of hours now? No, now I do maximum 35 hours, really a week is kind of what I what I do now. So that changes, that work-life balance changes from time to time, depending on where you are um, at the various different stages of your life. And I think it's really important to be able to allow yourself um, and not distract yourself too much, Not not allow yourself too many distractions. And so, you know, is sleep important? Absolutely, look. At any stage of your life, if you if you are unhealthy um, and if you're sick, you won't be able to achieve your goals, right? So I do believe that a, a, a smart, you know, um, a smart amount of wellness and health consciousness should be infused into your life, regardless of where you are, um, because you need you don't want to spend your 20s burning all out and then spend your 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 late 30s and 40s with all of these bad health habits now catching up with you catching up to you and causing illnesses and things like that because that's that's only going to take you away from what you've been trying to build anyway and so for me I do I do feel like yes in your in your 20s put in as much work as you can, like do 60 hours, do four, like in my twenties, if I was doing 40 hours, that was part-time to me. I'm not going to lie. Like, what else are you going to do? If you're broke and you don't have any money, what are, what business do you have? Um, distract yourself with other things. You really, you really don't have much of a choice. You just have to put in the work. You just have to go for it and establish, establish yourself. Now, knowing what I know now, you know, I would say I have built, Businesses that I call lifestyle businesses, right? And what that means is they are businesses that have been systemized and automated in a way where they don't require my attention 24 seven. I have created a system with staff and things like that who can assist in the process so that I am not required 24-7, so that I can spend time with my family, so that I can have a healthy social life, so I can have a healthy um, gym life and have the time and and without unnecessary pressure to, to eat well. I mean, look, every, some... Having said all of that, you know some days and some seasons may be different from others. Like I, I say to my friends all the time, um, and and people who who know me very well, they know that I have seasons. Like the first quarter of the year, from January to to, to March, I am MIA. I am Mia. It's the beginning of the. It's the beginning of the year. I have to put in time. It requires a little bit more um, focus and attention to be able to um, put the goals together and put the structures together to help us achieve those goals that will run for the rest of the year. So during those times, most of my friends barely see me, right? Unless you're coming to my house or my office, you're barely going to see me. I'm not going to be outside like that, right? But come to the second quarter of the year, April to April to most of the summer. To, to the you know to the first half of the um spring summer I'm a I'm outside. I'm available. I'm I'm here. Things are running smoothly already. I'm outside. I'm taking trips. I'm taking trips with the family. I'm I'm out I'm outside. <laughs> you understand? So even though they would have suffered a little bit in the earlier in the first quarter of the year where I may not be as available and as accessible, I make up for those months um Later on in the spring summer months, when things are a little bit um, automated and they're running and they don't require my input, so I can be out here and I can do things a little bit more. And so that's important. It's important to be able to understand that life is in seasons, and when you are in those various seasons, you have to pay attention. You have to allow yourself the freedom. You have to allow yourself the flexibility to be able to do those things. Right. So, work life balance, what I like to call work life harmony is a thing that you will spend the rest of your life probably trying to figure out probably trying to manage and all of that but as long as you understand that life is in seasons and you are able to structure your life that way certain seasons might require you to put in a little bit more time those that balance may not necessarily be on a day-to-day basis in terms of you know, having an equal balance every day. is just different seasons will require different things. And so you need to be mindful of this and be aware that life is lived in seasons. And when you're in the various different seasons, you need to allow the space and the flexibility to be able to do what's required in that season. Yeah. So I'm going to actually talk you through some of the, some of the various seasons that I've come to learn. There's a, um, there's a book that i came across the other day the book is called the fourth turning and it it talks about um what previous what you can learn about previous generations how you can essentially predict the future using history essentially but also in the book what i absolutely loved is it talks about the various seasons of your life right and so i want to share that with you quickly so that you can sort of understand and prepare and yeah get ready for these various seasons because these various seasons of life will require different aspects of you so if you consider your spring your spring years which is zero to twenty this is where you are really finding your identity this is key to helping you transition well into adult life. This is this is where you're starting to find, find out who am I, what are my talents, what am I not, what are my limitations. You're trying to figure out what your interests are. You're trying to figure out what your place, what place and space you want to occupy in the world. So this is important, especially if you are beyond this stage, but you have children who are at this stage. This is something important to bear in mind as you guide them through these seasons, because especially for the first part of that season, zero to 10 this is where literally all of their various beliefs are formed it's like when i look at my daughter for example who's 10 now she has such a contagious confidence about her like she is not in any way shape or form (laughs) scared or shy to share her opinion or anything about it about anything she woke up one day and she said look daddy i want to i want to walk i want to model at london fashion week she went audition she got it she wants to model at new york fashion week she did she went um to audition she she got it she wants to be a model for lego and things like this and she went to audition she got it she wanted to do lion king all of these things and when i look and she she assumes that she will get all of these roles just because of her confidence and her just the the energy that she carries but when i look back into her her early years her formative years I spent a lot of time, like when I would, I came across some videos on my phone the other day where when I'm taking her to school, we'll be doing all of these affirmations, you know, I am intelligent. And she'll repeat after me, I am, I am, I am clever, I am beautiful, I am strong, I am all of these things. And I, and I remember in the first, early years of her life i infused this stuff into her very psyche to the point where she is so unstoppable she's got all of these dreams and sometimes she tells me about it and i'm like this child is crazy but why else would she be any different it's because in the very early formative years of her life her belief has been established very firmly into her psyche that she is absolutely unstoppable um and so this is very important when you have young when you have young kids to help them really understand especially at this early age of their lives to understand who they are because it is in these early it is in these areas of your life that that foundation is laid the foundation of your identity in terms of how you are going to show up in in the world you know unfortunately not everybody got that firm foundation to be able to... This is why you have 40, 50, 30-year-olds walking around with messed up beliefs because we experienced all of... Some of us experienced all of this trauma during those early formative years of our lives, during those spring years of our lives... That we are now having to undo and go back and create all of these crazy things, so this is something to, to important to bear in mind. if obviously you didn't have a firm foundation, a solid foundation growing up growing up it 's never too late, but it 's worth understanding and knowing where some of these um, negative beliefs or disempowering beliefs may have started, so that you can start to work on them and then you come into your summer season and this is from ages 20 to 40 this is where you are learning and growing the key to this stage is perfecting your your skill set and distinguishing your expertise in some area that contributes to the good of society and so this is where a lot of i believe my listeners are this is where a lot of my mentees and people that I tend to connect with quite a lot this is where we are in our lives and for me this is the most important, the first, I'm 34 now, so I'm, I'm, I guess I'm three quarters of the way through in the summer season, bloody hell, doesn't sound so good saying it out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh crap, anyway, uh, (laughs) um, yeah, you know, this is, this is where you're learning and growing, this is where you're really trying to, this is where you have some identity of the space that you want to occupy in the world and how you want to contribute in the world. And this is where you you hone those skills. This is where you show up in the world. I, I, I would say that, you, that the first half of those summer years is you perfecting your craft in terms of how you show up. You know, and some key questions to ask, especially when you're um, in, in your 20s, is you want to ask yourself, what do I want out of life? Where will I distinguish myself professionally, you know, as it pertains to your career? How am I different from my parents? This was really important for me to be able to understand that, um, you know, I had a very rocky relationship with my dad when I was growing up. But I got to assert, but my dad was an, my dad was an entrepreneur. Um, he was a businessman all of his life very successful in that field and for the longest part of my childhood i suppose i was trying the most i can to not be like my dad right and but when i got into my 20s i had to actually put my hands up and be like you know what you are quite very similar to this man um why not he is your father, regardless of whatever issues i felt like i had with him it was important for me to understand that Yes, I have similarities to my dad in terms of my entrepreneurial acumen and my, I have a very adventurous nature about me. I'm quite fearless in my approach to life and things like that. And he very much is like, very much it is like that. But there are good elements from that you can take and there are not so good elements from that that you can take. And I've always been aware of what the not so good elements of that are. Um, Because it it makes you having that sort of attitude and outlook in life Makes you extremely powerful And if you are a tyrant or if you are a bully You can use that in the negative way And so these are some of the things that I had to understand But, But from those seeds that had been passed on to me from my father I had to essentially create my own identity out of that So now I'm able to understand that actually you know what I may look like him in, in similarities in terms of certain character traits and stuff like that but I'm also my own person um, and I'm also very different and I'm also very similar to my mum in terms of her compassionate heart and her generosity and how kind she is and all of that so I, I, I infuse all of those things to make up who I am so finding your identity and what you are different in is really important and this is where your your beliefs in life are formed you you know you want to ask yourself what do i really believe and it's quite interesting because i went through that space in my life and i had to allow myself the freedom to be able to go through it um especially in my earlier 20s because i was raised i was raised in church i grew up a christian and It was all I knew. It was all I knew. I was music director in church, so I was very heavily involved in that. But I got into my early 20s and I had to start myself, had to start asking myself certain questions that, yo, do I actually believe, do I stand for everything that is taught in church and all of these things? And I had to come to certain conclusions that actually, you know what, I don't necessarily believe all of those things. There are certain things that I don't quite agree with. And so I needed to start to form and create my own, identity my own beliefs around spirituality out of it and be like you know what i i believe in the foundations of it but i don't believe in certain aspects of it and i actually do have certain interests in in buddhism and all of these other things and i infuse all of those things to form my belief system um why should i be why should i be limited to only one form of um religion i don't essentially even believe in that organized religion way of life necessarily but some of these religious books have so much wisdom and so much insight that you can garner and use in your life to create your own version of of spirituality that, that is a healthier way for you to live by, and so allow yourself the freedom, especially in these in this time of your life, to be able to go through these seasons and to be able to ask these questions and be able to explore yourself in all these different ways, um, you know. And as you come into your as you come into your thirties. Some of the key questions you can ask is how do I prioritize the demands of on my life made on my life? Um, you know, have I allowed, allowed enough time for a vibrant spiritual life and authentic relationships? And so this is where I fucked up <laughs> because when I was in my twenties, especially as relationships are concerned, man, I didn't really, I didn't really have time for relationships. I was in a relationship, um, you know, but it was for I was in a relationship for quite a long time, actually. I got married, all of that, but it was all good. In hindsight, I, I got back, I turned 30 and I realized, oh shit, I did all of those things for the wrong reasons. What do I want out of a relationship now? What sort of relate? How do I want my relationships to feel like? Um, what are the kind of experiences that I want to have in, in, in those relationships? Um, what are the kind of feelings that I want to create when I walk into my home? Um, how do I want to feel when I'm around the kind of person, the person that I'm supposed to be sh- spending and sharing the majority of my time with and and all of those things. Um, and it led me to go on a very painful Uh, journey where I essentially fucked my whole life up I turned my whole life upside down I got divorced all of this all of these things but I can also now look back and be like yo I am at the happiest most fulfilling stage of my life where I am I am healthy my relationships are healthy I am a you know my social life is vibrant spiritually I am excelling like you have to go through these things. You have to take the time to be, this is what this is what I mean by work-life harmony because it, it is at this stage that you start to realize that actually your career, remember the, the exercises that we did last week um, over the last couple of weeks about the three MIQs, three most important questions. You start to realize that actually my career is simply meant to be a vehicle, right? It's simply meant to be a vehicle to get you from step one to step two to step three and et cetera, et cetera. I essentially w- work to live, right? I don't live to work, and so this is where some of those changes had to come in. Having done eighty-hour weeks and um, eighty-hour, eighty hours a week and things like that in my twenty, in my earlier twenties, and all of those things, when I look back, I would have done it exactly the same way because those foundations were necessary. To be necessary for me to lay at that stage of my life To be able to propel me into the stage of my life now Where I'm able to have a bit more ease Where I'm able a- able to harmonize with the rest of my life Where I'm able to spend time with, in, in, you know And build healthy relationships And be able to spend time with my family And be able to go on holidays and travel And see the world and do all of these things um, Those foundations were necessary So I don't necessarily believe that you will be able to do the balance as in you would be able to do every day equally or even every season equally but different seasons are going to require different things of you um and you need to avail yourself to be able to do that and then as we go on to the full season of our life which is from age 40 to 60 i look forward to this st- this stage of my life um this is influence this um, key questions to ask for this stage is have I achieved everything I wanted do I have dreams that are unfulfilled can my mistakes be redeemed are my accomplishments fulfilling the major danger of this season is what I call a midlife crisis which is an escape to numb the pain of past failures or futile, or futile attempts to relive the past right I have no experience in this yet i haven't reached that stage of my life yet um but i look forward to it what i am what i am coming into now in the state in this season of my life which is why i do the podcast and youtube and all of this writing my book and all of this stuff definitely I am heading towards that influence that's what I want to be doing at that stage of my life in terms of now I have garnered certain beliefs now I have garnered certain things which I've I have a certain track record over my life I can see what has been working and I want to be able to give back and mentor and do even more do you know um, really embody that leadership role and be able to pour more into um, the people that are coming behind me so that's what I'm definitely building towards. And then 60 plus is investment. Those who have lived the seasons of, of their lives well are, are now marked by composure, maturity, and insight. And so young people don't see you as, com- as competition anymore, but if you've lived your life well, they see you as a champion, which gives you tremendous access to mentor and invest in the next generation. This is in your winter season now. Um, and the greatest danger of this season is, is to buy the lie that he can no longer contribute. That's absolutely true. Um, you're not just waiting to die. That's very important. Um, the major season of this life is to take advantage of your flexibility and be a blessing to those around you. It's very, um, is is very interesting. I very much enjoyed, um, the four seasons this this book. It gave me so much insight into how life is uh, meant to be lived and how quote unquote, this balance is meant to be achieved. It's not going to look the same at the various different areas of your life. They will differ from time to time and you need to allow yourself the the space and the difference to be able to experience all of these various seasons in their fullness. So is work-life balance a myth? No, we can safely conclude that it's not, but it's going to look different at different stages of your life. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. This has been Moving Mountains Motivational Mondays. I'm your host, Michael O. Of course, this segment is now open. I will be coming over and I will be sharing every week different questions that people are sending in. So if you haven't sent us a question yet, but you have a question about business, about entrepreneurship, I've I've been actually receiving questions about relationships and I will be answering some of those in the coming weeks as well. And so listen out to that. Make sure you follow us on Moving Mountains pod underscore send us a voice note yeah or you can you can make sure you follow me on instagram as well Oh, send one of us either my page or the moving mountains pod underscore page send a voice note with your question let us hear from you i will come on here on one of these episodes and i will answer your question so i very much uh look forward to connecting with you in that way of course if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts. By all means, leave us a review. Let me know how you're enjoying the podcast. If you're listening anywhere else that allows you to be able to feedback, please keep it coming. I'm enjoying the, I'm enjoying the feedback that I'm getting from you guys on a weekly basis. Let's remain interactive. Have a great week. All new episodes drops every Monday and Wednesday, available
1: on all platforms.